0: have a body roll moment, we can just be like, let's just take a moment and -hmm. just real quick, everybody, just do a little body roll, cinnamon rolls and body rolls. That's what I'm here for. That's actually going to be the title of our second book.
1: I'm Amina. And I'm Missy. And we are here Here for for the the donuts. Donuts.
0: But donuts So they can be wrong And that's the reason why They give their own song Thank you guys for tuning into our first episode of our new podcast mm-hmm. Here for the Donuts The actual official title of our podcast is Here for the Donuts Stay for the Cupcakes So Missy and I thought that we would you a little bit about ourselves and how we came to the wonderful life yes of being here for the donuts which is a very very mm-hmm. wonderful life so i feel like we should start off with how we met each other mm-hmm. which was amazingly by marriage not to each other but <laughs> <laughs> i married her brother matt hey boo. and so when we when we were first uh dating each other actually And I don't even know if you and I I have ever talked about this, Missy. So when Matt and I were dating each other and we realized pretty soon, oh, I didn't say, I did say that we're sister-in-laws, sisters-in-law. What is the term for this? Oh, we decided our term is fristers fristers fristers. because we are sisters-in-law, but we are also really, really good friends. Okay. So when Matt and I are dating each other and we decide like, we're pretty sure we're going to marry each other. Then it's like, you're starting to do the rounds of meeting the family. So initially, my meeting the family was just meeting Matt's parents and his brother, who was in high school at the time, because Missy, his sister, and her husband, Brent, and their children lived in Alabama. Well, then I find out the week of said dinner that Missy was coming to the dinner.
1: That's right. And here's where you need to know, listener, I have a history of making girls cry (laughs) if I don't like them and they like my brother. I will let them know that they are unacceptable for him quickly.
0: (laughs) I was forewarned. Mm -hmm. So I had a little more fear. I had like extra fear Mm -hmm. because Matt basically told me that. And he just said, if there's any family member that you want to really want to impress it, it is my sister like she's the one that you want to like not easily impressed yes like you want to work hard to win her over you know well
1: he had been working though because he kept telling me I need to check out you need to go on YouTube and search for Amina Brown I'm like yeah whatever whatever <laughs> it wasn't until I actually met you that night that I was like okay maybe I'll look up the videos now and then I
0: really liked you <sighs> see this worked out great for it me did. actually yeah Mm -hmm. So I feel like after Matt and I got married and then, thankfully, this was like the best thing that ever happened, that you and your husband moved to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So once Missy and her husband moved to Atlanta, then I had more time to like go to her house and like talk with her and hang out and see what she was about. And it was kind of funny because both of us are like, I don't even know, are we a year apart? It may not even be a year Mm -hmm. Maybe like, I mean, we're very close in age, but at the time that I'm marrying Matt, you know, I'm in my early thirties, I'm 31 just now, you know, getting married and starting off my life as a newlywed and Missy is already like at OG status. Like she's been married almost <laughs> 10 years by this time. She's pregnant with her fifth kid at mm-hmm. this point. She's a tatted up homeschool mom. Cause I'm just telling you these things. Cause you can't see it. You know, you can't <laughs> see on the podcast that she is. So I'm all curious about it. When I first meet Missy, I'm like, okay, she's got these tats, but she's a homeschool mom. Also has her own soap business at Mm -hmm. the time. So I didn't grow up around anyone that was homeschooled. So I was like, well, I want to know more about it. I want to know more about her life. So we just started hanging out and we bonded over carbohydrates Mm -hmm. overall, like include just all of the carbs genre, Mm -hmm. including pasta Bread, mm-hmm. cupcakes, donuts, cinnamon rolls, just cake. Yes. Cookies in general. We bonded. This and we. This
1: the family way. I mean, we do. We work hard true. and then we eat cake to celebrate <laughs> the hard work that we just did.
0: It's true. This is just that part is of being in our family. Really. That is true. It is a family trait. That is true. Mm-hmm. So we have decided that in our lives, you know, we're going to be here for the donuts and here for each other. And our favorite donut place is like the middle ground between our two homes. So whenever either of us would have like a really crazy day, that's the place. We meet up there. We Mm -hmm. talk about the things. So that is how you all are now here in on our conversations. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Okay. I did miss a couple of things. First of all, Missy and I have very inappropriate conversation Mm -hmm. all the time. Yes. We are only letting you in on a fraction of how inappropriate.
1: We have definitely toned it down for your
0: gentle ears. Yeah. You know, just to see like the vibe, how Mm -hmm. you guys feel about it. So we're letting you in on that stuff. And also we have decided to make a carb commitment. Okay. We are going to be here for each other. We are going to be here for the donuts. That means I'm going to eat carbs the rest of my life. I've made a commitment to white flour. I'm just going to be a part of it. I must be a part of it. If I work out, I work out for the sole purpose Mm -hmm. of being able to partake in more carbohydrates Mm -hmm. because I don't believe in carb shaming. I'm not here for the carb shaming. I think we should support people eating carbohydrates. Absolutely. So let's also talk about, as our first episode podcast, what does it mean to be here for the donuts? What does it mean to stay for the cupcakes?
1: So being here for the donuts, I think is in reference to the common everyday life events that we all face. My boyfriend broke up with me. I need a donut and I need to share it with my girlfriend. I had a crazy day at work. I'm going to stop and get donuts on the way home. I hope that as other people (laughs) are listening to this, they are nodding their heads in agreement. And if not, you need to find out where your local donut places are and start stopping by on your way somewhere. So donuts are like an everyday thing. They can also be ugly and embarrassing. While we're talking about getting donuts in the car, sometimes you get a donut on your way somewhere and you don't tell anybody about
0: it. Mm-hmm. Important. Important. You have got
1: something going on that you're either celebrating or needing to let go of and you stop at Dunkin Donuts or Krispy Kreme and you eat that donut and you don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. So there are ugly occasions of donuts where and maybe you even got two and you didn't give one to somebody else and you yes. ate both of them. Yes. And that is that is donuts. That's how donuts fits into our life. So cupcakes are more like you know, we're here for each other for the donuts for the everyday but we're going to stay for the cupcakes and the cupcakes are the big life occasions. You don't often eat a cupcake by yourself.
0: True. I I have eaten. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to just talk really briefly. <laughs> I I have just to be honest. <laughs> you know, when you go to the grocery store.
1: That's what gets you. you know, yeah, these are not
0: mm-hmm. really the cupcakes I when we're talking about donuts, we're not talking about the ones you get from the grocery store. But right. In a moment of crisis, I have gone to the grocery store and gotten the six that are in the plastic little mm-hmm. and it like pops mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and they're birthday cupcakes, but it is no one's birthday.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: I am getting those six by myself. Okay, I'm eat them alone. I just want to put a little. All oh, right, just, you know, back to what you were <laughs> saying.
1: I might need to explore more in myself why I feel like I can't eat a cupcake. Alone. Mm, okay. I feel like I'm not allowed to do that. Okay. There might be some hidden carb shaming going on <laughs> yeah, in my I life. You need to discuss. I need to explore that yeah. further. Mm-hmm. Okay. So cupcakes are often at weddings. Although, shout out to my good friend, Sarah. She had donuts at her wedding. Shout and out I'm to Sarah. I'm fairly certain she did it just for me.
0: She mm. doesn't like
1: cupcakes. So mm. she had a donut
0: tower. I like that.
1: Yeah. Um. But... Usually at weddings and things, birthdays, when somebody has a baby, there are always cupcakes. The cupcakes. Mm -hmm. So to me, donuts, normal every day, sometimes secret and shameful, but we will not do any carb shaming here. We
0: will not. They can be secret. Mm They do not have to be shameful. They do not need to be shameful. No. Mm. Uh,
1: And cupcakes. Fancy, special occasions. Usually well thought out. You have to make, if you're going to do cupcakes, you've usually thought about like a color scheme or flavors and things like that. So in our relationships with each other as fristers, but also in other people's relationships in the sisterhood, we're here for the normal everyday mess. But we're also going to stay around for the big life events that
0: require cupcakes. Oh, I love that. I love that. That is a great explanation of why we are here for the donuts, but we also stay for the cupcakes. I also want to add that sometimes I go to events where there are going to be cupcakes, Mm -hmm. and I I literally am staying for the cupcake or the cake in general. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been to some weddings where Mm -hmm. I really... Like, as soon as they, like, said their new name, their married names together, and they're walking down the aisle, like, I really wanted to go at that point, but I really needed to stay until they serve the cake. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it really hurts my feelings to leave any shindig before the cake is served. Right. But after the cake is served, I sort of just feel like I'm done, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. I, I have nothing else. Do you remember this scene from uh, When Harry Met Sally, where Billy Crystal's talking about how men in that moment are like laying in bed next to the woman thinking like, how many more minutes or seconds do I have to lay here before Mm -hmm. I can leave? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel that way after I had a cake. Yes, Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, we had the cake. If there's not a DJ here.
1: Also, I think that cupcakes tend to be something that's brought out at the end Whereas donuts are brought out at the beginning. Come through. I have definitely been to some meetings at church because there were going to be donuts there and Mm -hmm. I got them immediately.
0: And I, I, now that you say that, I feel like I have a more enjoyable time at a boring thing Mm -hmm. if the donuts are just right there out front. Yep. I feel like sometimes people know, you know what, this thing we're about to do here Mm -hmm. is not really going to be a good time.
1: And this is a life tip. You can give yourself rewards at things like that. (laughs) If you help yourself to a plain, just a plain frosted donut at the beginning and tell yourself, if I stay for the whole thing, I can have one with chocolate icing. Mm, mm. Then you get, you're staying for the donuts then too. Mm. You're here for the donuts and you're staying for more donuts.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> that takes a lot of discipline to make oneself, especially if it's a really boring meeting. Oh, cuz then I'm like, then I'm almost getting to the point where I'm like, am I going to have to eat another donut right now mm-hmm. to help myself right. Make it through this. I'm glad we talked about that. Okay, we want to add a segment to our podcast that we're going to it's going to reappear periodically. That segment is called Someone needs a donut. Donut. This segment is basically about when you are in a situation where someone is just being grumpy, mm. being a jerk. Mm. And you know that if they had a donut, it would help them. Mm-hmm. That they're in a need a donut moment. You know how there are all these like commercials now about the Coke smile. Some people need like just a donut attitude adjustment. You know, do you have... story or experience recently of someone that you know or encountered that is in need of a donut
1: i do i do and ironically it was myself in this situation (laughs) it's really easy to think about situations in which i needed a donut because that's almost every day and i try not to eat donuts every day um so here's what happened <clears throat> I have a very busy life. I'm a student midwife. I'm a doula. I'm a mom of five. I'm married. I have friends and family that I enjoy being with. So I tend to really cram a lot into my daily schedule. And a lot of it's in the car. I'm going from one place to the next. I'm having to pick up food. I mean, all kinds of things like that going on. So I was heading from one appointment to the next, and I was very Hungry, and I was really committed to eating a frozen burrito when I got home. I was trying, <laughs> I was trying to be good and not get some fast food and save my monies. And I was late, and I was driving down a road in Atlanta that I have driven down forty nine thousand times. And this particular road requires a lot of skill because you've only you're working with two lanes in either direction. And there's a lot of opportunities to turn left into neighborhoods on this road. Um, and you have to know when to get in and out of that left lane or you're going to get stuck sitting there for a long time because everybody goes really fast. So I have gotten to where I can almost like mindlessly, I know where there's going to be a turn, sig- a left turning light, you know, like an arrow. And I know when I can avoid those lanes and when I can get in those lanes. So I really, all I was thinking about was a burrito. And I'm just driving along, minding my business, and I'm sitting there at a red light. And I notice the cop behind me has put his lights on. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I need to get out of his way. He must have, there's been a crime committed and I need to move over. So I get over. Well, he also gets over. And then I'm Um, like, oh, crap, he's pulling me over. I get pulled over a lot, and 99.9% of the times I have no idea why I'm being pulled over, and it's not my fault. It's usually because my husband did not um, renew our tags or something like that. So I find a place to pull off. I pull over. I'm still thinking about this burrito. I'm starting to feel kind of lightheaded at this point. I'm like, this man does not understand how hungry I am. Priorities. So he comes up to the to the side of my car and he's like, hi, do you know why I pulled? No, he asked for my license. That's what it was. And I, I hand it to him. I'm like, um, why did you pull me over? And this man looks at me like I'm crazy. He's like, well, do you know how fast you were going? And I was like, "Uh, no. Do you know what the speed limit is? No. Well, ma'am, you were going 61 in a 40. Oh. Do you have a reason to be going that fast? And I'm not a very good liar. I pride myself on my uh, raw honesty. (laughs) (laughs) Except for in occasions like this, when I wish I could quickly come up with a really good lie. I didn't have one, so I told him that I was hungry and I was not thinking about driving. I was thinking about burritos, which he did think was funny. And I think that in that moment, number one, if I had had a donut, I would not have been speeding because I wouldn't have been so hungry. Facts. Facts. And I actually did drive right past a Krispy Kreme. Mm. I could have avoided this entire situation if I had only stopped Mm -hmm. for a donut. Mm -hmm. Also, if I had stopped at Krispy Kreme, I might have gotten a dozen because I have a bunch of kids. And then I would have had one to offer to this cop. And everybody knows police officers love don't <laughs> <laughs> We told y'all I was going to be inappropriate.
0: Yeah, it's all kinds of, yep, <laughs> hmm yep. <laughs> we all know.
1: So if I had had a donut, that would have been the time to both be eating one and giving him one. And then I think he would have been like, you need to slow it down. Have a nice day. Instead, he wrote me a ticket, which cost me $207. Ooh,
0: mm-mm, Do you know you can get a
1: dozen donuts mm-hmm. at Krispy Kreme? That's like, how much is that? That now?
0: that might would have been like 10 dozen. Yeah. 11 dozen donuts. For the amount of that ticket mm.
1: mm-hmm. i think if you get plain unglazed they're like six dollars oh wow 649 See, a
0: dozen that's where i stopped I could trying to do the division right there mm-hmm. because you know when i was thinking they were 20 dollars i can divide that i think i could have gotten 40 dozen wow
1: plain hot
0: now wow please hot donuts now <laughs> please That's so important. (laughs) I'm so glad you brought that up. Hot donuts now is very important to life.
1: Yes. Yes. What about you? Do you have a situation
0: where you need a donut
1: to give to somebody?
0: Someone needs a donut. 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 So I, I am very late to the party, everyone. But I just now started watching The Walking Dead. I know you're a Walking Dead watcher. I am.
1: I'm a deadhead.
0: And... My husband also watches The Walking Dead, but I get scared about things, especially when things are involving the dead (laughs) or (laughs) ghosts, vampires, anything that's of like a supernatural element. I just Mm -hmm. get scared. Mm -hmm. So all this time, all like my people have been talking to me about The Walking Dead, but I haven't watched it because I'm scared. So my friend Jessica Turner. Hey, Jessica. Was like, oh my gosh, but Amina, the story, like the story is like so good. You know, I think you can make it through these like zombie parts. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try to watch it during the day with the lights on Mm -hmm. while my husband's home. Because then if the house creaks, I won't be afraid that the zombies are here to eat me up. So I watched The Walking Dead and I want to (laughs) say... My someone needs a donut for this episode is just all the human beings on The Walking Dead <laughs> are in need of a donut. Mm-hmm. They they are in need of something sweet in their life mm-hmm. because they're stuck inside these houses while the dancers from the thriller video are trying to c- crawl into their houses and eat them.
1: So I'm getting like this visual of thriller going on and the people are like, let's break into this Krispy Kreme. And this is the way to go out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was gonna go out on the walking day, if you're gonna eat me alive, at least there will be glaze involved. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll Mm -hmm. have that last, the zombies, they'll get that little bit of last glaze I have before I go out, you Mm -hmm. know? Now that we're talking about this, You know, I kind of want to, like, redo the whole, like, Coke Smile commercial Mm -hmm. set inside of The Walking Dead. Mm. You know, where, like, there's that one. I think there's one where, like, you are drinking your Coke and then you, like, pass your Coke to someone else. Like, I would like to do that with the donuts, except there would be zombies there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, you're about to die, but let's take a bite of this glazed donut Mm -hmm. real fast. And let's pass that on to the next person mm-hmm. while the zombie eats you up. Right. So that's my someone needs a donut. Basically, every human being that's mm-hmm. on The Walking Dead is in dire need of a donut. Who has time to have a donut shop when you're trying to stay alive? Right. Like, but
1: also, who has time to get their hair cut? Because their hair mm. always stays cut.
0: That is a very strange They thing. do
1: good with the beards. The
0: facial hair
1: grows out of control, mm-hmm. but the
0: hair... Mm-hmm is
1: maintained somehow. And I feel like that's a shortcoming.
0: I'm glad you brought in. that up because, I mean, I'm early on. I'm only two episodes in, but I'm mm-hmm. just thinking sometimes it might take me like four hours to do my hair. And if mm-hmm. I'm trying to survive and not be eaten by a zombie, like I don't know if I even have time right, to do this maintenance or if my Afro would just be lopsided all the time. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. But those those for this episode, those are our – Additions mm-hmm. of someone needs a donut. Another segment that we're going to be doing on our podcast is called confessions. 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 I would like you to explain this before this is where it's going to get even more inappropriate. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> I would like you to explain confessions so that our, our people's listening can know what we're talking about here.
1: Right. So I don't know if this happens to everybody, Based on feedback I've gotten from people I know, it might not, but I know that it happens to Amina and I know that it happens to me. So I feel like confessions are things that would set other people free if they knew that I was doing this. Things that maybe someone else might be feeling ashamed about, that they just need to know it's okay to do that. It's normal. Everybody does that. It's the things that we don't want to talk about an abnormal conversation that I think we should be talking about. Also, I think confessions is a good way to get to know people. It's a good way mm-hmm. to get to know one another because it's real, it's raw, and you're just putting it out there.
0: I also want to add, which is a part of how Missy and I became not just family members but friends, when you're doing something like confessions, you can tell the level of real mm-hmm. that the other person likes to be at in their Mm -hmm. life. Yes. And I don't, I mean, I've never come up with a scale of real. Mm. Maybe we should. We should talk about that. Talk about Mm -hmm. that. Because I feel like there are some people who are on like the level 10 of real Mm -hmm. where it's like, see, now I know some things about you that I just don't want to know. know." Mm -mm. And now it's like stuck in my brain every time. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes
1: it gets awkward because now they have shared something that, you know, for a fact no one else does. And that is not normal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's on level 10, too.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to say I'm going to try to just throw out a trajectory here of what this scale is. (laughs) Okay, the first thing that came to my mind is level 10 is you're describing to me in too much detail What's happening in your bedroom mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like yes. there's some detail that's like available there, you know that mm-hmm. I I feel like I feel like I can be at an eight but I feel like the 10 is like you've taken me in your bedroom you're telling me things that are happening there mm-hmm. you're giving me way too much detail about right. what's happening there mm-hmm. that's like the two real yeah okay level one of realness what would that be like like that's the person that is totally like uncomfortable having anything other than small talk yes with you yeah which is where I die yeah like when I'm lost in a small talk conversation Mm -hmm. I die I have like three exchanges to give you Mm -hmm. I can talk about the weather with you if you bring up sports, I can talk about how I don't have a team and I don't care about it. And I root for the snacks. That's normally my mm-hmm. answer there. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about fashion, maybe. Mm-hmm. But by the time we get to that third exchange, I'm like, if this is all there is, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. I die yes. in those conversations. Yeah. Okay, so the the trajectory of real, the, the, the pendulum swing, mm-hmm. <laughs> the continuum,
1: mm-hmm.
0: one is... I am stuck in mindless small talk, not very real. Mm-hmm. But 10 is either 10 is two things. 10 is either you took me into your bedroom and I don't want to go there. I, wanna, I don't want I want to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. Or you took me into your gallbladder surgery.
1: Right. And I would also add level 1 people live their lives like they are terrified of what people might find if they dug too deep. Mm. So, like, they are the people that always have on clean underwear in case they get in a car wreck? Yes, that's right. Always, always, always. Mm-hmm. Their purses are always very organized. Mm-hmm. Nothing embarrassing falls out. Mm-hmm. Their cars are always very, very clean. I don't know these people. I was thinking, I don't know a lot I of these people them. either. Mm hmm probably because I get bored when I'm with them. Yeah,
0: probably so. Mm -hmm. So
1: I'd say that's level one. Level 10 is the, uh, you put way too much out there. Way, way too much. And um, when I think about level 10, also what comes to mind is that one time that we were in that donut nightclub.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is actually a very true story, people. (laughs) This, this, when we tell you we are here for the donuts, this is a strong commitment Missy and I have made because we actually went mm-hmm. to this place called the Donut Lounge because every city that I go to with Missy, we find the donuts there mm-hmm. because, do. you know, that's what life is about. So this place, the Donut Lounge, is open super late at night and turns kind of into like a club uh-huh, atmosphere. At 10 PM. There's like yeah. a DJ there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm. That was a real moment.
1: Yeah. And a level 10 person came in. A a level 10 person came in and shared that with all of us Mm -hmm. in the form of dance. Mm
0: -mm. That was a too real moment. That means you can be too real without even talking. You do
1: not have to open your mouth.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So I would say, I would say that all of my confessions will probably be. Level four
0: to eight. Okay. that I think level four to eight is where I live for the most part.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think you'd have to catch me. I do feel like the more agitated I might get about something, mm-hmm. the less control I have over if I go past eight. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 10 is just too much for mm-hmm. me to say. Yeah, When it's said to me, it's too much for me to hear mm-hmm. and it's too much for me to say. But I feel like level nine of the keep it real scale is where you lose all of your filter and you just start telling people what you think about. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. You don't get to do that until you're 70.
0: Yeah. You got to wait on that when it's acceptable. Mm -hmm. I think you could do it now. Mm -hmm. It just will not be acceptable. Mm -hmm. And you will get like uninvited. Like nobody's going to be asking you to go to their essential oils party if you keep it that real. Do you really want to get Which invited to an reason. essential oils party? <laughs> Have I ever been invited? It might be a good reason to take it to level nine. <laughs> That's true. No Because if more it keeps parties. me from getting invited to the We Sell Things party,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe I will keep it on level nine. Okay. Tell me one of your confessions, then I will tell you one of my Okay.
1: I'm I, confessions. Confession, confession. I'm going to take it real level four. Okay. With, with my first confession. Okay. And this is on the basis of confessions allow us to get to know one another better. Okay. I always have beef jerky in my purse.
0: I respect it. I see nothing wrong with this confession at all. I completely respect this. Why? Why do you always have beef jerky in your purse?
1: Um, I think it is because I am an O blood type. <laughs> A things and yes. there's type B things yes. that people yes. do, like making lists and stuff like that. Yes. A type O thing to do is you always have a source of protein. Okay. At all times. You must have or be able to locate quickly. I have found myself in situations where I have already <laughs> I've already eaten the beef jerky and I still need protein. <laughs> become kind of like a cave woman. Yes. And I am starting to identify the edible things around me that may have protein in them.
0: You know, I respect the hustle of the beef jerky. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Because, you know, one of my confessions, confessions to add to your beef jerky confession is that I keep a lot of half-eaten snacks in my purse. Mm. Like half-eaten protein bars. Um, also... When you're on the plane and they hand you the pretzels or the peanuts, if I don't eat mine, I put those in my bag. Mm. And my husband always makes fun of me for it because sometimes I'll be in a moment where I'm like, man, oh, I forgot I got these almonds in here. Mm-hmm. Let me pull these out. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, where is that from? When we were like in some other city three weeks ago, why does it matter? I have almonds. This is why we go together so well, because mm-hmm.
1: sometimes I run out of beef jerky. And then you're like, well, I've got these almonds.
0: I got these salted peanuts. Mm-hmm. I have like random trail mix in there. Mm-hmm. Ricola.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I'm just like, you never know. I feel like that is some survival mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. And it's keeping you from hitting the level nine realness, because I think exactly. hunger can mm-hmm. lead you definitely to where you just start. Just no filter there, mm-hmm. but you're not old enough. You haven't graduated mm-hmm. into senior citizenhood right. for people to just take those things from you. So, yes, okay, I'm here for the beef jerky. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, what about you? <sighs> okay,
0: I'm going to tell you my confession is a bold faced lie that I told to this woman. <laughs> And I don't know, listeners, if you're familiar with the term bold face lie, if you've ever Mm. been around um, probably a black auntie, Mm. you know, you probably have heard this term because I'm pretty sure I heard a lot of my aunt say when I was growing up. You just told me a bold face lie, Mm -hmm. which means you didn't just tell me a lie. You told me a lie and looked at me as if what you were saying was true, Mm -hmm. looked me dead in my face dead in my eyes, both face lie. So let me tell you something I get all the time that gets on my nerves. Okay. N U R R R V S <laughs> nerves. People are always coming up to me saying I look like Maxine from living single. And I really don't, I haven't fully explored why it grinds my gears so much I think in general, it's not—it's never comfortable when people are coming up to you telling you you look so much like someone else. Because I think a part of you is just like, let me be me, yo. Like, stop it. Find out what my name is, where I'm from, mm-hmm. all that. So right. I don't, it just, like, bothers me. I mean, obviously, maybe I would feel differently. <laughs> I don't know if I'd feel differently if it were someone else. Like, I don't right. know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, it bothers me. So I'm at this thing, and the lady sitting next to me. She keeps kind of smiling at me like she knows me, which I don't know what's about to happen. So in part, <laughs> I'm kind of like curious about it. Cause I'm like, boy, she keeps looking at me. Is this about to be entertaining or like what's about to happen? So she's like, you look like somebody. So I'm knowing probably what it's about to be. And let me before let me let before I get into this story, let me just say, I think the other thing that grinds my gears about it is I think it's because people think that. I look like the actress who played Maxine on *Living Single* because we're both black and bony in some places and have big <laughs> eyes, <laughs> and I resent that. <laughs> like I resent that. <laughs> like it's like it's like people are thinking we're just a mashup of some features thrown together on right. a body or mm-hmm. something, and like I don't like it. Anyway, so as soon as she says that, I'm thinking I'm knowing what she's gonna say, but I'm I've decided that I'm not going to help her. I'm not going to give her, this is not going to be charades of me giving you what I hate Mm. for people to say to me. So she's thinking about it, thinking about it. She's like, oh, you look like that girl on that show. What was it called? I'm knowing good and well what the show was called, but I'm not going to say it out loud. I'm not going to say Bivin Kingle even. I'm not going to say (laughs) anything. That would lead her to say this. If she's going to say it to me, she's going to come up with it herself. That's right. So then she's like, oh, it's living single. Maxine, you look like Maxine on Living Single. I didn't even flinch or smile or anything. I just looked back at her. I just stared back at her. Bold face. Bold face. I didn't lie yet. I was Mm. already just at the place of Mm -hmm. bold face Mm -hmm. by this point. So then she says, um, she says, yeah, it's Maxine. You, you've never seen this show? Now, just audience, you know, Missy and I (laughs) are in our mid thirties now. Mm -hmm. Yes, we've seen Living Single. Yes. Yes, I watched all the episodes. Of course I did. Did I say that to her though? No. I told her a bold face lie. straight face. No. She was like, you've never seen Living Single? No. But do you remember the actress I'm talking about? No. <laughs> I right, felt, lady. I felt terrible for bold face lying, but I also felt like empowered in a way because I was like, oh, I didn't have to stand there and smile and act like I liked it mm-hmm. when I don't. That's right. That's all empowering. brown girls that might have bony places mm-hmm. and big eyes are not all the same. Mm-hmm. Let her be her and let me be me,
1: That's right, lady. I do want you to know that when I was in middle school, someone sang the theme song to Living Single in the school talent show.
0: Yes, that is actually a really great Mm -hmm. theme song. Mm -hmm. I really, really, yeah, I'm here for that. Mm -hmm. I'm here for that. I mean, I wish they had it in karaoke. Mm -hmm. Because it starts off with all of the, it was so 90s. It had the nice melody, Mm -hmm. the the We're Living single. And then when it cuts into the Queen Latifah rap, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. I was like, yes, keep your head up. Keep your head up. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Glad you brought that up. Mm. Yes. What are other confessions you have?
1: Confessions. Confessions... Okay, um, I don't ever know what my bank account balance is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, here's how that goes. Um, I have my own bank account, and my husband has his own bank account. And usually, I try to pay. (laughs) I'm so scared. I'm like, I feel afraid. I don't know why. I try to pay for things with his first.
0: Hmm. And then if it
1: gets declined, <laughs> <laughs> I know I have overstepped my bounds. Mm. Mm. And then I pay for it myself mm. with my own card. So that is my, and my husband knows this. Like I told him the other day, he did something really obnoxious to me. And I said, well, I reloaded my Starbucks card today with your bank account. <laughs> $25. Thank you. I love you, babe. <laughs> You're my sugar daddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yes. Okay. My other confession is the reasons I unfollow people <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> this is so terrible, y'all. So, and in part, okay. <laughs> In part, I let my Facebook get kind of out of control in the sense that, you know, there are a lot of people on there that I don't know Mm -hmm. because in my line of work, which sounds like I'm doing something really like conspicuous (laughs) or inconspicuous. (laughs) Which one is it? I think your line of work is very conspicuous. It's very conspicuous. Mm -hmm. So it's, I made it sound like it was inconspicuous, but it's actually Mm -hmm. really conspicuous. Anyway, using big words we're not sure about. So in my line of work, I am a performance poet. I perform spoken word poetry for a living. So a lot of people that I meet at events and stuff, those are like a great portion of my Facebook friends. But I've been trying in the last year or so to get control of my news feed that's on Facebook so that at least I can stay friends on there Mm -hmm. with people that I met But the people that I actually see their posts are people that I know and could feel comfortable commenting on a post and wouldn't be weird. So my confession is that sometimes when people make
1: Mm. the.
0: (laughs) Sometimes when people make really big life announcements, like they might announce on Facebook that they're getting divorced or they might announce on Facebook that they're getting married. I choose that as my opportunity to unfollow them. If when I read that announcement, it did not impact (laughs) me emotionally. (laughs) Like if I'm like, Oh, you're getting married. Hmm. For some reason I don't care about that. And if I don't care about the fact that you're getting married, I should probably just unfollow you because mm-hmm. that means I really don't care about the sandwiches you eat or mm-hmm. what place you're checking into. Mm-hmm. You know, like I really don't care. Or your gross foot picture. Oh, what is the deal with the gross foot pictures? I'm tired. It makes me tired. In social Those media, things make
1: put me a bandaid on it first
0: Really before you take tired. a picture of it. No, I get tired. I get tired. So that's my confession. I re- That's a real thing. I just did it today, guys. Mm-hmm. Like just saw some other people's announcements like, oh, I'm really sorry that happened, but I don't know you well enough to converse with you. Mm-hmm. Unfollow. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I want people to know that um, if you are on Pinterest and you make an entire board about the color purple. Unacceptable. Everyone is going to unfollow you. <laughs>
0: I can't even deal with Pinterest. We don't want
1: to see all the pictures of all the purple things you found.
0: I can't deal with it.
1: I'm not even sure why you're making a list of purple things.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: I only get on Pinterest when I have a project that I'm working on, like for school or something where I need to like, and sometimes I do my Christmas shopping list on Pinterest. Oh,
0: now that's a good idea. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good it's idea. And I can remember what I wanted to get for somebody. And I have also found that my husband will buy me things if I pin them.
0: Oh, when it's a
1: time where he might need to buy me something and doesn't know what to buy. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. He has a place. He I can do have go. a favor motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, motivation. That's yeah. a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm here, for it. I'm here for it. I like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other confessions?
1: Um. Well, I feel like this is both a confession and um. A pro-mom tip. Mm. Come through with the pro-mom tips. Mm-hmm. Confessions. Okay, right now it is the month of April. We're about midway through April. Mm-hmm. I am still eating my kids' Halloween candy. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. And I'm not talking about the sprees or the... um. What's that? The Laffy Taffy? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like the Snickers. Come through. And the Eminem. Yeah. And my favorite, which are the Kit Kats.
0: Well, I feel like the kids owe you. You know, they Absolutely. owe you the mm-hmm. candy. Yes. They owe you like a percentage of the yes, candy. They like do. you're the OG. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to pay you the percentage of. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I feel like that's right. Yeah. So
1: our neighborhood is very generous. Now, we don't get like whole size candy bars, we get fun size. Which I'm not sure what's fun about because you got to open like five of
0: them in order to really to eat have one some candy fun? bar.
1: <laughs> so it's like this is this seems more like pollution. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fun sized candies are bad for the environment.
0: Mm, and it would help the environment mm-hmm. if we just ate. The Uh, whole thing. packaged one time. Less
1: glue, less paper, less ink, Mm -hmm. everything. That's green. Less time for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's a green way to do it. So
1: here's my tip. You give your children whatever collection thing that you use, whatever receptacle, if you will, that you use to collect Halloween candy. And then you let them have two things. Halloween night maybe five if you're that really fun mom. My kids have a lot of cavities and cavities are expensive. So they get two things. And then I hide them somewhere in plain sight. They might be like sitting under the corner table in the living room. Nobody ever notices them. It takes them like two weeks to notice them. So then I give them a little bit more of their candy. Occasionally they might do something nice and be like, can I have a piece of my candy? I'm like, okay. You know, but that don't ever let them see the bags. Mm. all the time. Like, I might get them the piece of candy. So over time, they don't really know how much candy is left. And then you're lucky enough that you have Christmas right after that. Come through. So they get stocking candy and goodies like that. So now they kind of start forgetting about the Halloween candy. So at this point, we use um, reusable shopping bags. So they're all stuffed into one big bag. And I rotate where in my room (laughs) I hide it. (laughs) Because occasionally they find out. And I might find the laundry hamper has been pushed into my closet so that someone could stand on it to get to the Halloween candy up on my shelf. I see. Because children do not think about putting the laundry basket back. Mm -mm. When they're done, they leave it there. So I have to move it around a little bit. But, yeah, if you play it right, play it safe, (laughs) play it smart, (sighs) and you can eat Halloween candy Year round.
0: Mmm. That isn't amazing. Oh, you also have, to have five children. Oh, so, oh you do have to have a lot of children let's to get that much candy. Let's bring that so up.
1: Mm-hmm. You might want to weigh the pros and cons there. Okay.
0: Because I was trying to finagle, like, mm-hmm. so if I took my goddaughter trick or treat mm-hmm. and then tried to gra- I was trying to figure out how. Mm, yeah. It's kinda that tricky, would be Slim pickings one. then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you got to, if you have a good cadre, mm-hmm. then you can do this. Okay, yeah, especially good. if they're under
1: eight. Mm. You get more of their candy.
0: I I like this. The older kids know how many Snickers. Right, because they know how to count things. Mm.
1: And when you get caught and they say, did you eat some of my Snickers? You say,
0: yes. Who even knows if you have Snickers. Mm -hmm. It could be all the Snickers in this house belong to me because Mm -hmm. I have a job. Yeah, and
1: if you've raised your children right, they know that. And they'll say, that's okay, mommy. You deserve a Snickers.
0: Mm, Come through and Mm -hmm. raise them right to say those things. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to say as my confessions, Confessions. I don't really want to color flowers as an adult. Mm. Thank you. I just want to that out there Mm -hmm. I as a woman really don't dig flowers like that Mm. like I think they're cool like if I'm somewhere and they're growing I'm like oh flowers you know you guys Mm -hmm. are so awesome and beautiful yeah color to the Mm -hmm. world but like I don't really even have like a favorite flower like if there were adult coloring books that were all Adidas shoes That would actually be Mm -hmm. way more relaxing for Mm -hmm. me. Like they were all tracksuits and turntables, cassette tapes. Design your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Jordans. That would be way more relaxing to me than like a page of azaleas. Mm. I get it.
1: I have a coloring book that's all tattoos.
0: Really? I will sit
1: and color some tattoos.
0: Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That is a cool idea. Yep. OK, because it's like I want to get into it whenever I like I can tell their marketing to us as women. Yes, I'm like, I want to get into you adult coloring book. I want to get into you. What's inside? Oh, the daisies. Wow.
1: Mm.
0: And birds. There's a lot of yeah, birds. I don't really you know, I don't like outside. So I don't know really right. about that. Mm-hmm. You know what somebody should do? Maybe that somebody is us. Mm. Donut coloring book. Yes. Let me raise my touchdown hands. Mm-hmm. Donuts, Do a coloring book oh my gosh yes yes mm-hmm. that would be exciting to me just like a carb coloring book in general yeah. you know just mm-hmm. to be like what kind of frosting are you gonna have today let's try electric blue mm-hmm. nobody can tell me what i'm gonna color in my coloring book mm-hmm. nobody's been telling me what's color in my coloring book That's since 86 mm-hmm. yes I've been coloring people's faces, the colors I want since 86. Mm -hmm. No one's going to tell me. Right. I can make all sorts of donut inventions. That's a great idea. Yeah. Maybe we'll work on it. Maybe we'll try it. Mm -hmm. Well, if you are hearing our voices right now, you have made it to the very end of the first episode of the Here for the Donuts, Stay for the Cupcakes podcast. And you know what we're doing for you, like in your honor? We are body rolling. You can't see it. You can't see it. But we're doing it. We're body rolling. Oh, yeah. You should, too, probably, while you're listening. You should probably make a body rolling. Mm-hmm. Please do that. Well, we thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll tune back in. Uh, we have all sorts of other topics we want to discuss with you, and we'll have some special guests to yes, introduce you to as well. How are we going to close this? Have we Is there going to... I feel like we need, like, a... Like a tad. Like mm-hmm. you know how uh Don Cornelius on Soul Train how he had like peace and soul donuts <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yes and donuts. Yes, or like Russell Simmons had the God bless you good night at the yes. end of the Deaf Poetry right. Jam. Like yeah. Okay, so we could do a
1: play on the word donut. Okay, what do you have? Donut lie. Mmm Donut Worry. Mm, Don't have a bad day. Don't wear leggings as pants.
0: <laughs> I do, though. <laughs> I am right now. <laughs> so that would be a bold face lie <laughs> for me. So we'll have to. Uh, what else do we want to tell you?
1: Don't do forget to come back and listen to our next
0: episode. That's great. Don't forget to come back. We'll see y'all soon. Every episode, we like to give a special shout out to a local mom and pop donut place, a local independent donut place. We love those. And we thought for our inaugural episode that we should do a special shout out and start out with our home based donut place, Revolution Donuts. I'm doing jazz hands. I'm doing jazz hands. You can't <laughs> she see is. it. For the see record, it. I oh, can see it. She's you can see it. it. Today, as a part of today's episode, and every episode, we actually do eat donuts because that's how here for the donuts we are. So, for today's episode, I had the vanilla bean donut at Revolution Donuts, which was fabulous. It is like a nice, simple, classic donut. It pairs great with coffee or mm-hmm. chai, it's mm-hmm. just wonderful. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I also had a little bit of a chocolate yeast donut. And I want to give an extra special personal shout out to Revolution Donuts because a good majority of their donuts are vegan and I cannot have dairy. Like I can only have dairy maybe like a few times a year on special occasions. So thank you, Revolution Donuts. What do you want to share about our home base donut place?
1: Well, first, before I go any further, it's important for everyone who cannot see us to know that uh, Amina is tall and slender. She's got these cute little olive oil arms. <laughs> like when we travel, I carry the suitcases oh, gosh. a good bit, which I'm happy to do because... I am more of the uh, weightlifter build, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I have the appetite to go with it, and it's a thing. Lifting weights and donuts is a thing. Mm. You should explore this if you don't know about it. It's a thing. So while Amina is going to tell you every time about the one donut that she (laughs) ate and the bite of the other donut that she tried, I am going to tell you about the two donuts that I ate completely without sharing with anyone else, and the third one that I am saving for later. <laughs> okay, this is going Important. to be a thing. Important. If you're judging me, I don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boldface truth. face truth. Mm-hmm. Bold face Thank truth. you. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so today I started with the buttermilk bar. Because that is, like, my solid go-to with Revolution Donuts. It's really thick. If you can imagine, like, it looks kind of like those little... I don't even know what they are. Are they hostess? What are they? They're, like, really cheap. They're, like, 40 cents in the gas station. Those little donuts that you that are, like, really good for dunking in your coffee. Oh,
0: gosh. Why can't I think of what they're They're not a cruller. It's not a cruller. Mm-mm, no.
1: So, anyway, it kind of looks like a bigger version of one of those. And it's perfect for dunking in your coffee. And if you're going to dunk it in your coffee, you got to take a big old bite because this thing is really big. So I started with that because I was very, very hungry and I just needed to put something in my mouth. Important. And that's a good go-to. I went from there to the Nutella cream, mm-hmm. which is like a cream puff, so it's really light. It's got powdered sugar and fudge sauce drizzled on top. And somehow they have concocted this really airy, light, Nutella filling. I don't know how they have done this and I thought about it I'm not sure what Amina was saying while I was eating that donut (laughs) because I was trying to think about if there was a way that I could create this at home to like put on french toast or something for my family which is why they let me eat their Snickers. And I have a blueberry donut for later because I also got a dozen donuts to take home to my family They told me to. (laughs) I was I was about to give you the oh, that's so sweet. No, I wasn't going to, but then they asked for it, so I was like, well, okay. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Revolution. Here for the Donuts podcast is produced by DJ Obdiggy in Orange Fuzz Studios in Atlanta, Georgia.